Turn it up. The mic. Gotta do it all for the wall, for the mic. I'm here for the stars, go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. Gotta do it all through the wall for the mic. Head to the stars, go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic, for the love. You're keeping it locked and loaded with the mic. 106.5 WPPM. FM. And you are locked into the mic 106.5 on WPPM 106.5 FM with your host DJ JSO. The six is out this week, but you already know how we do it. We keep it rolling. We keep amplifying the culture here at People Power Media, Philly Cam. Let's get it. Um, today I am joined in the studio with another Philadelphia artist, producer. And much, 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 much more. And she going to tell you all about it today as we get locked in to the mic. <laughs> Go ahead, introduce yourself. What's going on, y'all? It's DeAsia. You guys can follow me on Instagram at M-A-L-A-S-H-X-E. Again, M-A-L-A-S-H-X-E. That's my clothing brand. Also, like, my middle name as well. You know, just in case people, like, confuse. <laughs> But yeah, you guys can follow me. Yeah, so so and let let them know. So where are you? Let them know where you from. Um, are are you a Philadelphia native? Um, if you was born here, you know, you moved here. Like, let them know the story. What's up? Well, I'm from originally. I'm I grew up in Philadelphia until I was probably four years old. Then that's when I moved to Shellingham. I honestly, I say I was raised in Shellingham most of my life. Yeah. Graduated from Shellingham High School, class of 2016. Uh, played a bunch of sports. I played basketball mostly. I was on for basketball. I played soccer. I did a lot of stuff. I shot him. I'm out here. They know me a lot out there. Hey, so so you was you was a bit of an athlete. You was a bit yeah, of an athlete I was at an first. Athlete. At first, I was an athlete. Like I was a little shy at first with singing. You know, I thought at first I thought I couldn't like sing. I even though like you know they I could, but I I didn't want to show it like that. I was a little embarrassed, so I just did the sports. Yeah, I think a lot of people have that that initial nervous factor, that initial like um, low self esteem. Yeah. Like even sometimes, even when somebody just in, in sports, they might be a super dope ball player, but they're like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not the best player on the team. In reality, you you most certainly could be. Right. Um, so how did you wait before I even get into that question? You from Shellham? I got a quick question for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him specifically, like personally, but he definitely came to school a couple times. Right, definitely to school a lot. He's from Sheltonham, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because um, 
Yesterday was Thursday, so you know they released a new uh, episode of his show on Hulu. Um, and I thought it was funny um, that they they had him for the last episode. They had him um, on the Double XL with uh, Lil Yachty, uh, Davies, and Designer. And oh wow! They're, they're like In that on episode. Tele- yeah, oh, <laughs> they like telling them. They're like telling their rap story. You know, you know, I came from the struggle. You know, I had I had to take rap seriously because you know I had to I had to take care of my fam. Change, you know what I mean? <laughs> and here's here's Lil Dicky. You know, I I graduated from this school. <laughs> no, I, I got a job in an ad agency. <laughs> I had really good marketing skills for my music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely yeah. <laughs> That's definitely most of the people in that school too. So it's like you yeah. know at the same as well. But so so tell me, so how did you for you, what was that that pace like from coming out of sports um and getting into your music um coming out of Shelton? Honestly, it took me I guess after graduating. Yeah. Like I since I knew I was finished sports, you know, like I didn't really push too long after basketball. I didn't go to college for it, so I just felt like my music was where I wanted to go. So I stopped playing sports because I don't know, I felt like it didn't take me anywhere as well, you know, college. So like since I was in church singing as well, I also grew up in church. Yeah. Um, singing in the choir and stuff. I just felt as if I got more of my support from church than being in school. So since that's where mostly I was. Cause I didn't, you know, go to college or everything. I was mostly at a church. At church. Yeah. I, um. I, I just, yeah. I just felt as if like, since I, since everybody's like, you know, supporting me out here, maybe I should really pursue on singing. So I just started making videos, videos of myself. Then I'll hear it, and I'll just like sing to my parents or my aunt, and I ask them like, what do they think? You know what I mean? Just getting like people's yeah. views on like, I don't know. I was really shy then. Like I was like, I was very like. No, you wanted to test the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, um, I was, yeah. No, I think it's. I think that was. That's a good way to do it. You know what I mean? Just test the waters a little bit. Let 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 maybe your cousin hear it, or let let your folks hear it, and see what they think. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. A few times they will bid with me. They were like, "All right, you little Corey." I'm like, "All right, all right, now." Like, then I'll just little step it up a little bit. But then next time they'll actually like show me my respect. You know. <laughs> Yeah, see, and that's what I was saying. I think it's it's dope that sometimes they give you like that raw opinion, and then yeah, they might make it a little joke, but they be serious. They just be trying to help you, like mm-hmm. you know, step it up a little bit. And it's good that you was able like to take it that way instead of feeling like oh they don't support me or they just try and call me corny. You took it as right, right. Oh, I need to step it up. If I step it up, they're gonna give me my prop. Yeah, because they would always want me to sing and stuff. So I'm just like, if they always want me to sing in church, I might as well just start going to the studio and stuff. Yo, and that's another thing too. Um, that's that's always more acceptable, and mm-hmm. especially in, in, you know in our culture in the black community to um sing in church or you know be an entertainer in church. You know, because you you know you doing it for God. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's- that's acceptable. That's cool. Exactly. Um, but when you're going to do it for yourself and, and, you know, put your own ideas and concepts into the music, um, that's sometimes where, you know, like that support fades. You know yeah. I mean? I'm not going to lie. It faded, faded a little from my grandma, you know, my mom. They're just like, it's just like the words you would say. You got to, you got to like, you know, talk more about God. But my mom grew along. She, she came along. She helped me with some of my lyrics at a time. You know what I mean? Like she was actually real supportive. Yeah. yeah she was. Like, she grew to be supportive. My grandma's still 
she's still a little iffy because you know she's my grandma's a pastor so we, yeah. i literally grew up into that like <laughs> you you can win her honestly i think you can win her over um i know a lot of artists i have i've actually worked with a few different artists especially this year specifically mm-hmm. um that come from that have come from um that background um but maybe they 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 aren't necessarily that particular religion anymore maybe they don't they don't practice as often as they used to yeah. um, because you know they're you know you focus on regular life you know going to work and then you got your career and then you know and then some people have kids um so it's always that um that kind of takes you away from it but i think exactly. how how you win you know when when those people back over um is like you said working on your lyrics working on mm-hmm. how to say what you want to say but make it digestible um to people who might still have that um you know religious you know background or feel right and especially wanna... coming from my background mm-hmm. like you know i'm haitian so i'm you know from a caribbean background they're very strict like haitians are very stuck in their ways you know my family's my my mom, my grandma, they're both straight from Haiti, so they're very traditionalized. So it's like anything I do is just you know judged immediately. So I'm trying to change that, at least like at least for uh, not just me, but a lot of Haitians around me, like because it's like we they re- we really don't have that much freedom as they think we do, right? Because it's a, literally a lot of you know it's like a lot of toxic things going on, like as a hate you know being Haitian or Caribbean side, you know parents wise. No, and, and, and I think um, that's literally just due to that, like, just wanting better. Like, mm-hmm, maybe exactly. um, coming from where they come from, maybe they come, you know, straight from the island, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some of the adversities they had to deal with, they may have put you or, you know, not necessarily you or their children um, in a better position. And they just want you to make better decisions. So, you didn't, you know what I'm saying? You don't deal with yeah. the same things they dealt with. Right. And, I, and it's it's crazy because a lot of the times y'all talk about that in the music and then mm-hmm. the people just miss it. Like, exactly. It's like, Dad, I put you in a exactly. song. You ain't know. You, ain't even, hear me. you, you even hear me? Right, right. Um, exactly. So tell me, tell me um, about um, some of the concepts um, that you came up with um, when you when you decided to. Let's let's read digress. We're going to digress. Okay. When exactly did you really start to take it serious? So beyond, we <laughs> left off at the test teaser. You know what I'm saying? You was mm-hmm. right. So when did you kick in the gear um, and say, "All right, I'm I believe in myself. I'm taking this full throttle." Exactly. Literally, when I turned 18 years old, I had I I was just doing it for fun at first. I would just make videos, like you said. I, I mean, like I said earlier. I just mm-hmm. make videos, record it. I just post it on Instagram, like little hooks. Like that was my thing. I'll do hook, quick hooks, and they'll sound mad catchy and good. Not even like just catchy. It'll be catchy and like it'll hit your heart. You know what I mean? Like it'll touch you, make right. you want to run it back over and over again. And were these so, like covers or were these to like your original beats? Like it'll be a beats, like you know stuff I find on YouTube. Some it'll, I would do a cover here and there. But, like, I really like just playing YouTube beats, and I'll drive, yeah. and I'll just record myself just freestyling, honestly. <laughs> and I, that's I, how it went. People would comment. They said, I, they, said, they said I should post more. I should record it, make it into a song. Then, like, people actually supported it. They started giving me rides. 
I had someone, I had a, someone who actually asked to be my manager. Till now, he's my manager. He actually has supported me a lot. He, he's the one that started me into the music. Honestly, like he brought me in. Yo, like I, I did it, but he brought me in. <laughs> yo, and I think that's so dope. Um, cause a lot of people find that hard. You know what I'm saying? To um, find these people that can that'll believe in them. I mean, I, people like will rap for years. Like I, I talked to an artist who was like 40, like I think he was like 44 years old. No kid, no cat, and he still was like paying for his own performances and doing all of these things to try to find someone to believe in his music enough. Um, so I, I think it's definitely dope that you got the. You know, you had the the blessing. That's that's seriously a blessing. Um, early on in your career, to find someone that's like, "Hey, yo, I, I see what you're doing. Um, I like the sounds that you're putting out. Let me advance it. Let me let me get you out here so more people can feel this vibe." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he introduced me to so many things. He literally said, he literally said exactly what you said, and then said, "Where you at? I'm gonna pull up." He pulled up. I went over like songs I recorded before, you know what I mean? Me spending my own, you know, my daycare money going to yeah. the studio. Then I played all those songs from him. He he really liked them. Then he mm-hmm. told me he had a showcase coming up. He put me right on the showcase. I got so many great reviews at that showcase, so many good responses, reactions. Like and that was my first time performing. I was gonna say, like, how did you feel? How how did that I, feel? I, was, I ain't gonna lie, like I didn't want to stop. <laughs> I wanted to keep going. <laughs> yep. it, and that's what's crazy. I, I think that's that that's the moment that makes or break you as an artist. Um, for for those um that's locked in, that's listening right now, that that those are the moments that will present themselves to you. Um, and it's like you either gotta go, or you gonna be like, ah, you know, maybe I should work on it a little bit more because you could have been in that mindset. Yeah, I you could have. I could have messed up. You know what I mean? Could have all that. I stuck with it. Went through like three songs. I talked with them, engaged. It was my first performance. I was so proud of myself. Yo, and, and honestly, that's that's what it's supposed to be. You, when an opportunity like that presents yourself, someone says, "Hey, I want to manage you," um, and I got this performance. You let me hear the songs. You, it seemed like you believe in this music. Now show me. Um, mm-hmm. And that's probably what really made him want to work with you. Everything before that probably was like him testing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was literally watching. I, I knew he was watching me for a while. Seeing like, if the good. You know what I'm saying? If if you really believed in it, you know what I'm saying? And um you jumping out there coming at short notice. Cause I'm telling you, a lot of artists won't do that short notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a performance tonight. Come on out, perform one of these songs. They be like, ah oh, God. I, right. I, I mean, you ain't do yeah. that. You took advantage of opportunity when it presented itself to you. Um, so what was the so after that, you did the performance. You got your manager now. So what was the first song coming out the gate? Um, and and tell us, um, you know, what was the idea behind it? Um, and how, how did you start it getting developed and, you know, recording and putting that song out there for the people to hear? Okay. Okay. The first song I did was I'm Sprung. That's like... Honestly, that was the best uh, reacting song I ever gotten on SoundCloud. Uh, performing uh, music video wise, that has the most views on YouTube. I did a remix of yeah. I'm and, and was that uh, and was that 2019? <clears throat> yep. 2019. Okay. Because I, I have your discography in front of me. I'm look. I'm I'm, I'm checking the sources. 
<laughs> you tell me something yeah. hot. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song. Everybody, they really like that song. Yeah. And it was like, I guess because, you know, it was like a girl version. Nobody really, no, you never really heard a girl remix that song. You know what I mean? Right. And I had, again, I had like a high pitched voice. Like it was like a, a nice flow. I, my point behind it is basically like, I'm reversing what T-Pain said in my own words, but me getting my own heart broken. You know what I mean? Okay. Me, me running back, but then at the same time, me seeing what I did, like, all right, I can't keep doing this. But at the same time, I'm still hooked on, you know? Right. And so it, it was a transparency song. Yeah, basically. It was a trans, like, it was like, you know, when you hear a song, you go through that moment and you just start feeling how they feel then you just make it in your own thing that's how I that's basically what I did it's the remix baby yeah. <laughs> I you get on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we definitely know those vibes um yeah that Lil Wayne done that uh I would say one of the one of cause I can't I wouldn't say for a fact that Lil Wayne is the originator of it yeah, but, but I will say yeah one of the top uh, yeah. people for uh, remixing other people's songs mm-hmm. um, doing what we now call yeah. uh, the cover um, so then I see that so you said you dropped that one on SoundCloud obviously that was that was a remix and then I see yeah. you had your first actual um, full release on all platforms coming in the, uh, 2019 as well uh, yes. it's on me yes it's on me that was a single I had dropped uh that I, that ain't gonna lie. That was a good performance song as well. Yeah. Uh, it was really in depth. Um, I talked more about my family, me truly. It was like an introduction of who I am. Uh, basically, it was also like fit into a love song as well. Right. It's basically like it. It was more so for like basically for a soul. It was a vibe. That's how I did it. It was a vibe. See, and it was that's like, sing to you, girl, sing to you. You know, just sing out loud. Those are the ones that go, man. Those are the mm-hmm. ones that hit that grasp of the attention and um, you know, keep people interested in you as an artist. Um, you you hit some uh key points there. Um, just you know, talking about you know, love, people love love songs. Um, we talked about it, you know, just uh being about you, uh relationships. Um, that's key because then people get to learn about learn mm-hmm. about you as an artist by listening to your music. Um now, that project specifically, did you have a video for that particular single? I had a video, but it hasn't been released due to the fact that the um, video, the guy that was recording, I uh, haven't gotten in contact with him. He lost the recordings for that, so that video oh, so, went right into the sham. Ah, so it was like one of those gems, like it was like yeah. it was happening, it was in a process, yeah. but it just never went through. So can exactly. we look forward to like seeing one later, like maybe like a what do you call it? like a like a prequel video, like maybe use it sometime later on? Or yes, actually. Oh, I, I, I actually want to yeah, I actually because that song is it's like it's like most of my video after most of my videos are starting to be more of a story because yeah. that's what my songs are mostly of, they're stories. So instead of you hearing, I want them to see what I'm feeling. See what I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Exactly. The idea I thought of, um, that's why I said prequel, like a prequel video, because like obviously you have a whole a, a whole new discography out there. Mm-hmm. You you dropped songs in 2020, you dropped recent songs in 2021. Um, again, out on all platforms. So if you was usually 
once it's out, you know, you usually drop the video after. So, but what some people do is like, they kind of have like a storyline. And if they have like a single that, you know, just was outside, it wasn't really part of a tape. Um, maybe they have a remix coming and maybe they drop like a prequel video uh, from the original song just to kind of bring that back into people's attention, you know, kick their nostalgia. And then they drop the remix to that same song. So like, mm-hmm. not saying you would do that, but you know, oh, yeah, I'm definitely idea. Putting that in yeah, that's a good <laughs> I'm putting that in mind. Cause I know um, he has at least one clip. He lost, he lost the rest of them. He has to at least one just to put that out. Yeah. But he has to have at least one. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's always dope to, um, to go back like like Tory Lanez did the the I'm sprung I'm sprung as well mm-hmm. and you know just remix it and just like he puts T uh, T Pain on the song you know what I'm saying like um there's always ways uh to reutilize your music mm-hmm. and if you, you he's my biggest vi- inspiration as well hey yo for real listen Tory has has been um has been an icon as far as like music marketing and branding. Especially being an independent as an independent artist, yes. There's if you really want to see what it takes to really like take it to the next level as an independent artist, yes, Tory Lanez is definitely the person to watch, definitely mm-hmm. the person to uh look at his discography. Um, because some of the things he did is literally why he's in a position he's in. Um so yeah, it's, it's honestly a lot of the times it is just that hard work, um, and, and implementing that strategy that's going, you know make you max out and advance you to that next level um so right after that though i see we got the feature wine for me with fa <laughs> listen i i know a lot of people love that tra- i just i just uh did a strip club like <laughs> and i played that the, the caribbean john mm-hmm. people love snoop people love fa F- mm-hmm. um I also had other experience. Like I remember earlier in her career, um, I met her at a showcase with um DJ Dior Cartel. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody knew who she was. Wow. And then yeah, I'm telling you, and, and, and literally, it was literally like two years later. Uh here here we are two, three years later. I'm playing her song in a club and everyone's going crazy. Right. Um so tell me, tell me how did that how did that happen? Um, how did the song Wine for Me happen? Um, what was again? What was the concept behind the song? And you know, and, and tell us a little bit about it. Oh, literally, me. Well, me going about contacting her as a feature. I originally made the song. Uh, it was originally a solo, but once I heard um, Caribbean John, just like you know, you said it. Everybody yeah. else heard it was like everybody was loving it. I felt the same way, and I was just like, all right. So I got that Caribbean connection. And she's really good with dancehall music. You know what I mean? Like having that vibe. I feel right. like her being on this song will fit it, especially with the, you know, type of fan she has right now. She has a lot of people that love Caribbean music, you know, in the New York, exactly. New York base, everybody else out there. Like everybody is into her from that Caribbean song. So me hitting me, basically hitting her up, you know, asking her, you know, especially the features and all that future price. Me hitting her up, you know, her acknowledging my, you know, DM. We worked together. We did the song. Um, my song, my basically my my impact on it was I, I wanted it basically for the Caribbeans, my Haitians out there, everybody that love 
to dance because I love to dance. You know what I mean? Right. I love I love reggae. I love you wanted to reconnect. Schools. Yes, I wanted to reconnect with everyone. I wanted to feel the roots again. I love I soon I'm gonna make a song with me singing and just Creole. Like I love I love my I love my roots. So just I just wanted to correct uh, connect with everybody. Basically, just get everyone a feel of I don't just make rap, sing music. You know what I mean? I don't just write about love songs like I right. can make you dance <laughs> you yeah honestly I think that's that's key um I actually spoke with an artist um at a recent event um he did a performance and I had told him during my um you know uh what do you call it my my not judging but um critiquing there it mm-hmm. is during my critique <laughs> Um, I explained to him that the one other two particular songs, I didn't really get a feel for who he was. Um, and when it was time for him to speak, he said in his defense that he just wanted to give um, a different a, a different sound. He just wanted to show that he could do different flavor, that mm-hmm. he could, you know, be diverse in his music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I like that. And I let it also let him know that that I everyone likes diversity mm-hmm. um you can diversify your sound um while still um giving a being you be, me, being original i guess i should say um and i think that's that was the point um he probably missed there but in your case um i think it was very smart of you in this case to add someone who had also a little bit of experience and a little bit of a fan base in that area to help meld it and make it wholesome. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I think that's the key element that I think a lot of artists miss when they do um, try to diversify their sound. They don't get someone with that right. (laughs) (laughs) So like, like, for instance, if you came up singing in church, you know what I'm saying? So you ha- probably have very strong vocals. Um, yes. And then you you do like a rap style. Mm-hmm. Doing, you know, the Caribbean eating, that is your, your, your culture. That's where you right. come from. But doing that isn't your norm. Right. It's safe to say that. Mm-hmm. So it would be smart, like you did, get someone who already has that fan base, who already is known for doing this. So if I'm heard on a song with this person, they're not going to expect me to do anything different because I'm on the song with them. So it's like even if even if it is in this case it was your song, um, it, that's just the digesting feature. Um, I think you 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 maybe you did maybe you didn't, but the way it came out is would be um, is it looks as if you put a lot into a lot of thought into how people would digest the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. creating just creating it because you like you said you could have created it. Um, it started out as a solo and you could have just put it out like that. Mm-hmm, exactly, and I was supposed to have a video behind it, you know, process went with that, then follow up with it, you know, consistency. But everything, yeah. you know, it is not too late for nothing. Hey, like I just said, we just talked mm-hmm. about the other video, the other song. So this, this is definitely <laughs> one. Um, I feel like definitely, definitely deserve a video, and can always come back, um, and get a video at any time. Mm-hmm. Um. Shoot, I mean, sometimes Drake may record a song and he may not uh, drop the video to like two years later. Exactly. On a whole <laughs> album. <laughs> exactly. He dropped the video to a single you did two years. Ago. He literally redrops music, so it's like yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and he remixes his own mm-hmm. song. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, so for those that's listening, um, not just for you, uh, Dage, but just just for the artists that's tuning in for the for the listeners, um, music it, music can be recycled. You know what I'm saying? Even your own music, um, you don't always have to uh, create a fully new idea. You may could just come up with a new concept, you know, for for an old piece of work. You know what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. may be just enough to get, you know, the, the attention of your listeners back or the attention of your fan base back or the attention of a new whole entirely brand new fan base that you haven't yep. even tapped into yet. Exactly. Like um, TikTok. <laughs> yo, uh, yo. <laughs> I just, I just was having this discussion um, too before our interview um, with another uh, family member of mine. Um, I'm trying to literally hire, as we speak, a TikTok expert for my business. Ooh, so smart, exactly because TikTok is huge for me. Yeah, it's a huge platform. Yeah. Um. So if you could virtually have like imagine a team of TikTokers like this the tiktok game <laughs> and we every time it's like get, they get an order in you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they get the envelope they open right, the envelope right. they see what's on it and then they they all just activate they like like agents and they mm-hmm. just dropping these tiktok videos to right, the all these videos they, it would go crazy it would go mm-hmm. viral yeah just because um, they did it exactly um and it, and it was built in a strategic way um and the key is always, like you said, is having your budget right for these things and making sure everyone's, you know, uh, happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's literally the goal. You always want to um, implement new things. So if, like new platforms and stuff. Um, I don't know if you heard of uh, Loom. Loom is a new platform out. You're an independent artist. You might want to check it out. Loom is definitely, I would say for any independent artist, is definitely worth getting on because... You it's just like any other app, like like Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. But your your audience can actually tip you. I think like, I've heard of that before. Yeah, like they can give you like they they give you like these gift things that you trade for actual money. Like you know what I mean? Um. So and I think that's that's, that's really really dope. Um, no, that's tough. Yeah. Um. I have an artist we support. Her name is Rosa Nice. They call her the Loom Queen. <laughs> oh wow. Um. Because she has so many streams and gifts uh, that have been given to her on Loom. So it's definitely completely possible to have a full artist career off of just that one app alone. Um, Nevertheless, these other apps that's out there like Music Breaker um, and uh, so many others. Um, So yeah, I would say definitely take advantage of new platforms I, I would say that's definitely a gem right there if they miss that they definitely they, gonna download that <laughs> they miss that gem right there they definitely missed a critical <laughs> gem because you definitely need to take advantage of new platforms and try to uh to expand your uh reach and your fan base um so what would you say in your opinion what has worked the best for Dage, what has worked best for you in getting um people to go to your music? Like you said, you've you've messed uh tens of thousands of streams on your YouTube videos, um, thousands of Spotify listeners. Um, what would you say for you know for artists in that position? What would you say for you um help work best to uh help expand that reach and reach those type of numbers? 
honestly, what worked best for me was visuals. Me doing, vi making videos of freestyles on myself, of myself on Instagram, you know, just me showing myself, not just, you know, audio, because that's not enough for me. Like, I noticed that doing that wasn't enough. Yeah. Me actually showing me, you know, me singing, you know, me them actually hearing my voice, not hearing like, you know, oh, she doesn't really use auto, so you know what I mean? Me, them actually hearing me, knowing who I really am, you know? Yo. Like, that's really what actually brought me up, visuals. Me, like, being, yo, bro, record this freestyle for me real quick, you know what I mean? Doing that. <laughs> it's it's crazy that that's something as simple as that, like, just, again, here's that word again, transparency. Like, mm -hmm. um, just as simple as, instead of just posting your music, posting your music, posting your music, um, you know, you came up with other visual concepts, uh, visual ways for people to see you and relate to you and your music um, in a different way other than here's my music. Um, I actually stress that all the time that um, part of being an artist is being an entertainer. Um, you have to know how to entertain your fan base. Um, exactly. They don't want to keep hearing this they they want obviously they do want to hear the same song right, right. but they don't want to hear the same song the same way all the time it gets exactly different. <laughs> um, so yeah that, that's that's the truth in the pudding is it it gets boring so you you want to like you said you want to give them something different um you 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 want to give them a little freestyle here uh maybe you just got the same beat um but different lyrics or maybe right. you give mm -hmm. them um you know, a acoustic video, or maybe you just give them a little bit different flavor. Exactly. Um, so they're not getting the same stale content over and over and over again. Yeah, um, give them an opinion to comment. Facts, because nobody likes stale chips, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, after doing the, the single, um, with the single and the, the feature with F.A. Snoop, um, you dropped a few uh, a few other singles, um, and then 2021. Here we are. We have the latest album thoughts, or is that yeah. an EP? Ah, uh, that's the album. Yep. All right, so it's the yeah. album. All right, I'm correct. I'm correct. I just gotta be 100 on here. I just don't want to. Yeah. Um, definitely don't want to give them no false information. They gotta <laughs> know what's up when they come on the mic that it's all legit and it's all authentic. Um, yeah, so the, the newest album, new, newest project, Thoughts. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm looking at, I'm loving the cover. Um, yeah, this, and I'm, I'm looking at the, 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 the compile of work. Um, you have a couple features on here. Um, Kid Phantom, uh, yes. Paris Mar uh, Marquise, um, oh, and, and some very interesting names of songs on here as well. So before we even get into that, um, tell us a little bit about the features um, and about some of the producers you got on the project. All right. So most of my, actually all of my records on there were recorded by Higher Sounds. That's, well, that's what his Instagram's go by, Higher Sounds. Um, I originally met him through a friend. Uh, I was featuring on his song and I just loved his, I actually loved this song. Like, I love the way he caught caught my voice um, you know what I mean you know some producers yeah. can't catch like he caught me like he knew exactly how to mix me down like we talked like he was working with me like I like producers like that and then his prices was amazing so <laughs> you know what I mean can't beat that yeah definitely can't beat that so I just started going to him mostly um, the features um, 
I definitely some friends I reached out to. A kid fan, um, it's, him, it's his name on Instagram. Shout out to him. He definitely, he definitely did some show some love on uh, Shardy and Procrastination. Everyone loves that song. I get a lot of good reviews on Procrastination. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that one too. And, and then Feeling You that's with Marquise uh, or Paris Marquise, basically. Actually, he goes by on Instagram as well. Shout out to him. Um, we did Feeling You as well. That's a friend of mine. Um, this was, how we worked on is basically we just looked up the beats and then just went off flowing. Um, so 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 the con so for the project it was like pretty much a free flowing project. Um, you know, you just you just got a couple um a good friend of yours together. Um, you know, let them know you was dropping your first album, your yeah. debut album. And I basically you know, told them it's our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And they said I can do that. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so can we? Are you said there was when we got on? You did say you did drop a little gem. I had to jump over it because I didn't want to get into it just then. Um, but now that we on it, we talking about the project. Um, tell us about some of the videos. So I got one visual and that's thoughts out of the album. And that's thoughts. You know, the album it's name itself name. Mm-hmm. I was out track, my own. track number two. If you yeah. guys didn't know. Got lock in. So um I was in Miami. I shot a video in Miami um during my cousin's birthday weekend. Um we're out there for like four days, you know. I had basically had my friend from that I, I knew out of Philadelphia. He was a DJ when I met him. Right. Now he's out in Miami. Um now he's out in Miami, you know. He has the yacht rental company and he's doing videos and shooting pictures and stuff. Uh, he's not even DJing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but, that's how yeah, it gets. Yeah, like he moved out there and had to have a whole different life. <laughs> but I hit him up. I noticed he was like, he took some, he takes some really nice pictures. He takes celebrity pictures right now. So I'm like, man, you can take pictures like this. You can record. So I let him shoot my video. And then I just told him I'll edit it. So the music video that's out on YouTube right now was edited by me. Okay, and was, okay. Yeah, a little yeah, bit of direction yeah. skills. <laughs> going in there. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like my MacBook literally, it took me twice, no, three times to do it. My MacBook erased it. Like oh, I erased all my editing that I did. And I, had, I literally gave myself like a break. I said, okay, I'm gonna take like three days to myself because I'm very heated. And then I went right back to it and I just finished it and I just dropped it right then and there. See, and that's that resiliency, man. Mm-hmm. We need that. We need more of that in the game, man. See, look. This, this this is my word, man. This is my word for them. They got to know you got to be a catalyst, man. You got to ignite or create change mm-hmm. in the game. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. those these those moves, like someone telling you to perform in the same night and you just go at it. Um, dropping your first single and then coming off of your second, you had an idea and implementing somebody that already in that. F- these things is what creates you and makes you a catalyst of the game. It's because instead of waiting, waiting for the change to happen, you're activated. You igniting the change. You making the changes happen for you, bringing the blessings to you. Um. Oh, I forgot to say one of the tracks. Um, my mistake. It was one track that I had recorded myself. Um, I had a recording. Um, I had recording equipment that my brother. Well, me and my brother was before my brother moved out Florida. We had like yeah. a whole setup and everything, but I let him take it with him. But I recorded my own song 
um, it's missing us. That's on the album as well. That's recorded by me, you know, mix and everything. See, look, they go to production skills. See, uh-huh. Listen, um, that's that's really what it takes um to get things done. Um, when you when you want to get a full project, um, when you want to get you know a full video, a full video, and you want it to look a certain way, you want it to be a certain way. Maybe you don't have the budget for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it real. Some everybody don't mm-hmm. have the budget for a lot right. of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's expensive. Exactly. Um, you know, shooting a video could be anywhere between five hundred to twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, and that's low scale. That's like talking like literally low budget video. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's great, um, to see that even when when you face with adversity, um, you know you you coming out the other and swinging. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. not you're not folding. Um, and I think it's dope. It's definitely I'm definitely going to uh, watch that video from another lens now. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I know like you actually did the editing, because like, yeah. um, there's a lot of artists who um get videos shot by actual videographers, right? Where I would watch the video and say they could have did it themselves. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? It, 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 you you don't want someone, especially someone like me who critique all the time. <laughs> to That's watch, exactly what I say too. That's why I do it. <laughs> to watch and be like, why did they pay for this? <laughs> or I hope they didn't pay for this. Um, because a lot of the times, especially in entertainment, um, you know, these are skills we're, we're supposed to be adapting. We're supposed to be adapting and evolving. Um, in this industry and you know, that comes with acquiring new skills and sometimes wearing multiple hats um, if you get yourself in a position where advancing requires you to wear these hats or requires you um, to, to put yourself in these roles and instead of doing so you fold um, you're probably just not built to you know to be an artist you're probably just not built um, to be a producer you know what I'm saying and, th- and th- those that is or the, the the sad endings, but mm. oftentimes what I'm finding out is people got the flame like you. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They really come out swinging. I, honestly, it hasn't been an artist um I've I've spoken with this year, and I I I, I give myself a little credit because I I, I pick mm. you guys a volume. <laughs> I try to actually find you guys that that are actually catalysts and doing some things, and me not knowing you guys from a can of paint. And then we had this conversation and I find out these things. I'm like, right. yes, I knew it was something there. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for it. Cause I, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie early on in the, in, in this uh, hosting career, I didn't pick the best interviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple um, definitely were, you know, shaky. Um, but I honestly, as the time going on, like, especially this year, 2021 has been all hits no misses all true catalysts of the culture um i would definitely say like the last 10 episodes of the show have been all gold like congratulations my gold. guy um congratulations to you welcome you're now <laughs> part of that gold you know what i'm saying you're now part of of the golden episodes you know what i'm saying where it's straight catalyst you know what i'm saying there's no one um, that's um, giving it uh, half half the battle, or you know, giving it gi- giving it half the strength. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys are actually going full throttle for your career. You know what I'm saying? And that's no um, small feat. Um, this project, uh, 
you got it 11 11 tracks i also see um sb entertainment so tell me about that that's strictly business entertainment that's um strictly business (laughs) (laughs) that's um my manager's business is versus entertainment business Right. He um he makes clothing as well. He makes clothes as well as he has artists. Other than me, he has um a policy. One, two. He has about four other artists, by my best belief. Um, right. there's one Al Snow, Harm. We have what by my best belief, but and me as well. So, um, he basically has like four of us. He all puts us in his platforms. All we all come out on. His office iTunes sometimes. Um, if I had my well, my other label Ethica doesn't put it out there. Um, right. shout out to them as well. Oh, so, but, so wait, wait, you got two distributors, yeah, so distribute you and your label. So you got yeah. and the label, yeah, so big, you winning, winning, yeah, well, like big winning, something like that. <laughs> no, I think yeah. Sometimes we got to give y'all, y'all flowers, man. Sometimes y'all got y'all got to be and y'all can smell them too, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Um, it's a good thing, you know, being independent and um being able um to have these support systems, you know what I'm saying? They 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 mm-hmm. really are a blessing and you know a, an advantage. Um because I'm telling you, like I said, I, I just spoke to an artist 44 who's you know praying for something like that. Management, Ethica, what you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um so, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, definitely accept your flowers and smell them. It's okay, you know what I'm saying? Um uh, humbleness is closestness to godliness, but you know sometimes it's it's okay. You know what I mean? It's all right. Um, so SB Entertainment. Um, you said you guys have like four other artists on it on that entertainment. So is that is that ever coming to confliction with you being on Africa as a label, or are they or do they do pretty well as like working together? Well, originally, um, the word, me and my manager never really, like, signed any papers or nothing like that. It's just, like, a word, a word thing, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was there for me, you know, and I, you know, when I wasn't, well, I didn't have it, then, right. you know, he put me in that position to be in better positions, you know what I mean? So it's just, like, that respect I give to him, but it's just, like, at the end of the day, bigger stuff coming, he knows, he knows his place, you know what I mean? No, that's facts. And I think that's a um I think that's a, a, a good understanding to have. I think you definitely need to have that understanding um with your management. Cause at the end of the day, um if you was to sign a deal, you know, with Universal today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. that you would have, you know, label representation too. Yeah. Um and that wouldn't say he couldn't still do his job. Yeah. Um he just would, you know, have partners and stuff to work with. Um, typically a lot of the times when artists get to that level and they start working with bigger, you know, bigger labels and having bigger opportunities, those people who were by them early on usually get left behind. Um, mm-hmm. so if you want, you know what I'm saying, to take a minute, you know what I'm saying, and to shout out some of the people, um, who have stuck by you, um, you know, and who, you know, who influence you, inspire you. Um, and keep you going on a daily basis. I think it's good, you know, to, uh, you know, shout out our people. Let them know, you know, we we there for them just like they here for us. Right, exactly. Especially a big shout out to my manager. He's the main person that started me up from jump. You know, when I have studio sessions and all that, music videos and all that, he, you know, he's the main one that helped me with Snoop and all that. I think he was like my biggest person 
they're that assisted me in my music. Big facts, big facts. So shout out to the management, yeah. man, for sure. That's why yeah, I was like, my death shout out, yeah, death shout out to him because oh yeah, around that time, you know, family conflicted. It was a lot of stuff going on, and he was the one that was there. Right, keeping you sturdy, keeping you focused yeah. on the music. Um, uh, is there anybody else? Obviously, you don't want to shout out the producers, shout out the engineers. Of course, shout out the producers, higher shout out the higher sounds. Of course, of course, shout out to Rotation Records. That definitely, definitely gave me some good, very good sounds. Um, my first, my first album I dropped, Heartbreak Kid. Shout out to right. my brother as well. He created most of my cover arts. Every all most of my cover arts are except for wine for me yeah. are created by me and my brother or him just him by himself. Yo, so, so shout out the bro. He, he did dope yeah, for the dope cover arts. I was just telling you about the cover arts too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that. He did thoughts. Yeah, yeah. he's an anime god. <laughs> he loves that. Shout out to him. He's actually he's gonna do my next one too. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I think that I think it's dope um, how people implement this like cartoon aspect. Because I remember when um, I was a bit younger, like high school, middle school, mm-hmm. age, anime wasn't that popular. You know what I'm saying? Maybe mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z or, or Naruto, but anime, anime itself um, wasn't really that popular. Um, it really Not wasn't. At all. I really wouldn't say it wasn't to the emergence. Uh, uh, emergence of artists like Lil Uzi Vert or you know Playboy Cardi, mm-hmm. um, who would implement those aspects of anime into their artistry that made people start kind of accept it or just curious enough to actually go check it out and then they'd be like, oh, it's actually fire, <laughs> fire, fire. Especially when they see that's why I make like those type of cover arts and yeah. they, so they can like intrigue us. Oh, what's this? You know what I mean? What's that? You know what I mean? My exactly. brother who. I showed him this cover I once of this song. This is the guy named Kid Laura. Yeah, he has an anime cover art. I yeah. showed him the song, and ever since then, I showed him that cover art. He's like, yeah, hey, man, I started listening to that guy. He's pretty good. I just, now he just knows the song word for word. <laughs> You're right. Off the cover. Just off just the off cover. It. Yeah, just because I just showed him the cover art. I'm like, what's this? Like, I'm thinking they're like a, a actual characters. They actually were characters created for his album, so. Right, so it's not even no actual real yeah, anime. Yeah, we were just actually fascinated by it and just like start searching them up. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. So, are you actually an anime fan yourself? Um, only I'm not a huge fan. Um, I watch it when my brother watches it. He has game. I got him called Persona Five. I played a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty cool, you know. Only I, my brother, only around my brother, literally. But since he lives in Florida now, I haven't really been into it. People don't count boondocks anyway. Yeah, people, you can't. Yeah, that's like just just the cartoon, cartoon. Um, all right, so is that more your vibe then? So would you say you would be you're more like a, a original cartooner? Like you would just Basically. watch like Family Guy and yeah, Doc, I like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I okay. like reality shows, funny shows like The Office. If you see the Office cartoons, I feel like animated people. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why I use like animated covers because I'm. I just say I'm animated as like right. soulful. Yeah. Not necessarily anime, but just animated. Yeah, anime, yeah. <laughs> No, the office, yo, office is definitely a funny show, man. Like they have some of the most awkward moments on that show. Yes, and, they, and, and I love it. It's just dry humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's definitely dope. Um see I'm I'm an action junkie. So that's oh, why yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so all I'm in the anime, like some I'm, I'm Marvel anime, like, and stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm I'm definitely into it just uh off the action, man. Um, and then like for some reason, you know, sci-fi action always looks better, you know, because that's all the like superpowers and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So like the fights just look more intense. <laughs> more honest, especially being in the movie theater, you feel all that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the last thing I actually went to go see, um, was uh the Dragon Ball Z, uh Broly. I forget what it's called. Super Saiyan Broly. That's what it was. The oh, Super Saiyan Broly movie. Um, and I remember because after I saw it, we came back mm-hmm. to the show. The show I probably seen it on like Friday or Saturday. The show was on Wednesday. We went live and we talked about it for half of the show. I'm like, yeah, the other movie was crazy. It was like, okay, so are we gonna talk about hip hop this week? Yo, we talk about this movie. <laughs> um, Nah, um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, even in, in even in that movie, like there was like a hip hop rock uh meld um in in, in the movie mm-hmm. uh, for like the action scenes. Right, so cool. if we want to talk about hip hop, bro. Hip hop finds its just find getting a um a listing in one of these movies or one of these games as an nah, honestly. You see what I'm my saying? brother plays all these random beats of anime songs played out of any any games he went to. I'm like, where you get this song from? Oh, this game, oh, this movie. See, oh, that'd be hot. <laughs> I had artists that came in last year. They're, they're a group called Village of the Smoke. They made oh. an instrumental. That's a dope um, name. <laughs> I know, right? Village of the Smoke. <laughs> you know, like uh, like Village hitting in the leaves, yeah. Village hitting in the wind. So they're Village hitting in the smoke. Village of the Smoke is, is yeah, I think it was a really dope name. Uh, but they made us a, a beat um, from sounds they got from the movie Blade Runner. I don't know if you ever seen Blade Runner. Um, I was when I was younger. Yeah, you I might want to check that one out. It's definitely an interesting movie. Um, definitely some suspense, some sci-fi, of course, because um, it takes place in the future. Um, but yeah, um, they took sounds from that movie and made an instrumental beat. You see what I'm saying? So it, um, if you're a type of person who you're, you're going after these type of things, like you're trying to get your uh, music listed in movies, your music um, listed in video games, like that, those are your steps you're taking right to going viral. Um, because you have people like me who are super fans of these things who will watch an episode or watch a show uh, multiple times. You know what I'm saying? We'll watch seven seasons of it. You know what I'm saying? And if you have your music there, you know what I'm saying? That's seven seasons of people hearing your music um, and relating to you as an artist. Um, so would you say you could see yourself doing something like that in your career? Honestly, I think I do. I, honestly, I think about it to this day of sampling stuff from movies, sampling stuff from video games, all that other stuff, especially from like, I heard like versions of Mario Kart being remixed, you know what I mean? Like Facts. SpongeBob, like all that. So it's just um, like it's also oh it's always been like creativity that went through my mind. I just had always wanted to find the right person though to do it. Like if I I've been trying it myself, like I've been trying it, but it's just like when you want it done, you rather like you know work with somebody. Yeah, and you like, want you wanted to you want to execute yeah. the vision. You wanted to yeah, like, envisioned it exactly. Um, it, it's crazy. Some people um would let me ask you this: Would you be happy? If let's just say you never blew up as a megastar, like so, like you never make it to like the Drake, the Nikki, the Nikki fame, right? Right. However, you have your music in like 
hundreds of video games. So like your streaming checks are buku crazy every month. Right, right, right. Would you be happy with that kind of rap career? Or I would say, I wouldn't even say rap career, I would say artist career um, versus the high life. Honestly, I mean, I when I say crazy, I mean blessing. like I, I would uh, appreciate any blessing that really came my way. Right, like I would really appreciate like that. It was, honestly, that that being said, due to me being a gamer, you know, I play Fortnite, play Two K. I would love to hear my 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 song in a Two K game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, your streaming checks, the like literally the street people streaming checks are like nope, and, and I'm not even capping to here. Like these people are making like four six million dollars a year, like streaming checks. From 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 having their money, I mean their That's music in like 2K NFL, like you see what I'm saying, and that's just from the game. That's crazy, and they play it so many times. Because like, listen, in the game, <laughs> let's just say there's 11 million users on the game. Mm-hmm. That means your song was streamed 11 million times that day. Oh my god! So they owe you streaming revenue from 11 million streams in one day. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, granted, that only calculates out to maybe about six maybe. or seven thousand dollars. But be this happy. is what I'm saying over the months. Like, if a year in time of having your songs and video games and movies would be like a two to four million, maybe even six million dollar check. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would use that to bring myself out there more, to expand. So then I'll be in video games and all over like it has a long stage. life, right? Um, but I, there's oh, a lot wow. of artists um stuck in that stage, right? They're in that stage where they're receiving, you know, those those huge streaming checks. You know what I'm saying? They're they have YouTube channels um uh, with you know millions of subscribers. Um, so they're getting YouTube checks, they're getting royalty checks, they're getting um, but they're not known. They're not, they're not the they're not they're not getting the Nikki fame or they're right, not getting right. the Drake fame and it's bothering them. Um and the only reason I ask that is because I think there's a level um where there's where greed overrides success, right? Mm-hmm. Um if you're making millions of dollars in streams each year, but maybe people just don't know your name. Right. I think it's a little selfish, right? To um to not be happy with your current exactly. situation. Exactly. Now, I don't think it's a bad thing to try to reach beyond. Right. But not being happy where you are is would be I think would be the problem. I think if anything that would prevent you from reaching farther. Exactly. And it would. I agree on that as well. Because I feel as if if anyone were to let's see, here's an example. Um, okay, here we go. Let's, let's say if anyone were to be on, let's say, all right, two K, right? Say anywhere be on two K game, right? And right. they just hear their friends keep talking about two K game. They keep showing, posting them being on a two K game. You know, that's not going to get them anywhere. That's not going to do anything. Just going to keep getting mad about it. It's going to like be. They're probably going to stop want to do it anymore you know what i mean right like because of that fame they're like just because they're not there they feel as if like 
them just doing 2K is like, oh, they're corny just because, the, let's say, the people around them is just saying, bro, you ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? It's right. haters, jealousy. That could be a huge toll as well. You know what I mean? There you go. So, so as we, we are rolling up um, to the end of the show, um, so before we close out, um, and, you know, let the people rock out for the rest of their day. Um, again, let the people know where they can follow you at, um, where they can lock into the music. And um, anything else, you know, before before we close out? Uh, nothing else. I appreciate you for appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Honestly, shout out to y'all first and foremost. Oh, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. Honestly, I appreciate I love this interview. Really loved it. <laughs> but everybody else, they can follow me on Instagram again at M-A-L-A-S-H-X-E. It's Malash. Shout out to everyone else. Higher sound. Shout out again to 106.5 again. My manager. Yep. Shout out to producers. Shout out to everyone featured on my album. My parents. My mom. You know. Shout out to my girl. Everybody else. I appreciate y'all, man. Find me on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, make sure y'all coming soon, man. Yeah, yeah. She got the coming soon. Tune in. Yeah, we already look. She got the uh, new project, uh, most recent project, Thoughts, out now. Um, R&B and Soul project. So make sure y'all lock into that um, and catch a little bit of her thoughts, man. This mm-hmm. is DJ Jaso with the mic on 106.5 WPPM yeah. FM. Peace out, y'all. If you have viable insight or experience in a specific niche like I do, then you've probably thought about starting your own podcast. But because I've been there, I know getting started can seem overwhelming. Buzzsprout is the premier podcast hosting site for all newcomers and veterans. With clean, easy-to-use interfaces and high-quality analytics, managing your podcast has never been easier. It was literally the easiest and best way to launch a professional podcast, and they helped us and over 100,000 podcasters already get started. Get listed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more. We got a great-looking website, audio players that we could drop into our main website, detailed analytics so we know how people are listening, tools to promote, and even more than that. Monetize, analyze, and multiply your listeners today with Buzzsprout. Sign up now using our link and get a free $20 Amazon gift card. Just for joining the Buzzsprout fam. And remember to tune right in to the mic. 106.5 WPPM FM.